You're listening to The Slate Price Show. All right, guys, and here we are. We're at episode three. I want to get into this episode, and I want to really talk to you guys about mindset change and truly the power of what your mind is able to create for you and what the problems that it's doing for you right now that you're not aware. One thing I've been convinced on that has helped me so much is that I no longer, I mean, to any degree, think that anything that is a problem in my life is from someone else at all. Your life is exactly the way it is right now, and it's the summation of all the thoughts you've thought up until this point. So if your marriage is great, you have created that. If your kids are great, you've created that. If your work environment or your business is great, again, you've created that. And then the the other side is true as well, that if you are suffering, if your marriage is not good, your kids are not good, your place of work is not good, it is it is you that is the problem. But the beauty of this is that guess who gets to change it? You do. You are solely in charge here. With the grace of God, you can fix every issue you've got going on. So anyway, I want to talk about what I've been putting together for the episode three notes. Think about this, preservation and stewardship. So I want to apply that in terms of your ability to handle and manage your, your money. See, you cannot steward or preserve money to, in this economy without creating additional money because this the system that we have with inflation, your money is being ate away year by year by year. If you do not create, if you do not add to it, if you do not quit spending all that you have, you will not have anything. So one thing that I was thinking about this week was that, you know, preservation and stewardship are synonymous in as far as wealth is, is the same thing as creation. You have to create wealth. You have to continue building. Wherever your business is right now, it needs to grow. Wherever you and your family are right now with your combined household income, it has to grow. It cannot stay the same. You have to get it going up, up, up. It's got to go up. Think of it like this. You can't steward a garden without continually working it and growing it. A garden has to be maintained. It has to be protected against things that would cause it to not not produce good uh, plants or fruits. You have to protect it from uh, animals and bugs that would get in there and diseases. So same with your income. You have to be willing to create more. You have to be willing to get more because I've talked to some people and everyone feels like it's it's hopeless because of where they're at. So like in today's world, if you're making, let's just say $12 an hour, I know you're struggling. And it's not just that it's your fault that you're making the 12 so you're struggling, but this world right now is so expensive. So what I would encourage you to do is is believe me, first of all, that you if you have a victim mentality and you think that you can't get anywhere further than where you are right now, you are right. Uh, Henry Ford said that. Whether you think you can or if you think you can't, either way, you're right. Um, so what are some things that are going to make you not be able to preserve and create wealth? These are just practical things. Again, that's all I want to do in these shows. I, I just want to talk about the things I'm dealing with around my own friends and family and the thing, you know, the things that are affecting everybody. My belief is that if you find 10 to 20 people around you, that that's a kind of a sample 
of the ecosystem of this country anyway so you could probably understand a lot of people by just hearing the people around you because you know everybody around you's got their own issues nobody's prob probably everybody around you isn't walking a true prosperous path yet so you're going to get to see a lot of the problems we keep in inducing on ourselves but you know this is the main thing people people who are struggling the last thing you should be doing is just giving them financial help it isn't it's not a help it's not allowing them to be able to see that they themselves are the jailer and that they themselves could also be the person that frees them from that jail they need to know more than anything books uh, quotes and encouragement and teaching is what people need who are struggling they do not need financial gifts and handouts and then if you yourself if you have a family with kids and you don't have a a good size investment account already that's on autopilot if you don't have a savings account with months of expenses set aside in it and you're giving people who are truly wasting money anyway some of your money that your family needs that is not safe and that is not good for you and there is zero chance you'll convince me of it you can convince yourself of it but i know it's not good if you are not handling business at home you have no business giving money to someone who is going to waste it that is what happens when you give money to some someone who has a gambling problem an addiction problem a purchasing problem of petty items purses clothes cologne shoes whatever it may be you are not helping them and it's a disgrace for your family you need to secure your money you need to get your money under control you need to get it creating more money through investments and then you can talk together as a family about who you're going to help around you who's who needs financial help which most of the time is not many people right now they need teachings they need good book recommendations and then they need to be left alone if they're going to you know wallow in their own mistakes Learn to steward your entire life well. We are not our own. We are bought with the price. That is the Christian side of me putting this in the show notes is that as a Christian, that's what we say. We love to say this because we believe this, that we were bought with the price and it was the blood of Christ and your life is not your own. I'm going to read you a scripture at the end of this show that's going to, I hope, convince you. You have the, how would I word it? You have permission to think good thoughts for your life. You have permission to prosper and walk upright and to do well. If you are struggling financially and you are spending, if you're in debt and you can't afford your bills and you're purchasing anything besides necessities, so food, shelter, clothing's not even a thing. We don't need clothes. Most of us probably wouldn't need clothes the rest of our lives. So if, you're, if you are broke and not paying your bills, and you're in debt and you're struggling and you buy anything outside of the staples of shelter and food and then whatever it takes to transport yourself to work again you are walking the path of a fool you have to focus on the things that are important you have to discipline yourself always remember this discipline is not limitations discipline is true freedom see the life that you're living with the struggle you got right now that's your free life you think you're living and it's full of chaos it's full of chains of debt. It's full of worry and anxiety. I live a disciplined life. I live a life of prayer, of strict morning routines, strict family beliefs. My family is the most important thing around me, and anybody around me knows that, that those girls of mine 
are who I work towards providing for and being successful for myself and them every day, period. And then the people around us benefit from that out of the overflow that we have. So you have to understand, you are bought with the price. Start glorifying God in body and spirit. Don't have negative thoughts. Don't have debilitating beliefs that make you think it's not worth doing anything of any effort to achieve more. You need to prosper. God is in you to prosper. He's not in you to be... See, if you got the Holy Ghost in you and then you're drowning in debt, you're a slave, the Scripture says. So then now the Holy Ghost is in you while you are a slave to your debtors. You need to free yourself. Get on a budget. Write down all your income. Write down all your expenditures. Figure out what the margin is right there, and then we got to create more margin. We got to simultaneously cut away excess spending. We have to fix ourselves with a mindset that there is no more wild living like that. And then simultaneously, while you've cut your extra spending, you're starting to pay your debt payments, find a way to drive your income up. Get creative. And I can't cover all that on the show but just know that you have permission to go get more money. Don't think what you have now. What you have now is exactly what you've worked for or said you only need, and that's what you have. So tell yourself daily, I need more, and go get more. Let me read you a, a quote about this, uh, talking about worry. And I'm trying to teach you to, to look for a more prosperous route of and life of living. So check this out. Uh, great Stoic philosophers warned that we ought to be more concerned about removing wrong thoughts from the mind than about removing tumors and obsessives from the body. Think about this for a minute. This Stoic believed that the thoughts that you think in your mind that are bad and discouraging and limiting are more dangerous to you than tumors, than cancer, all of these issues. I'm telling you, you have got to believe your thoughts are the only thing stopping you from doing everything. See, you have a debt on a vehicle or or a credit card or anything like that. You have that because your thoughts told you you could do that and that was the only way to get it and that was what's normal and that was okay because you had a little money you could make the monthly payments. If your thoughts back then before you put yourself in this bondage that's hurting you was that zero chance I'm gonna get debt and I'm, I, and I'm eyeballing this vehicle I need 16000 I only have 3000 It looks like it's going to be a little while, but I'm going to get my income up. I'm going to budget for it, and I'm going to buy it cash. If those were your thoughts, like my thoughts are, you wouldn't have went in debt. See, now you're in debt. Now you're struggling, and then you're probably blaming it on somebody else. You got the debt when your thoughts allowed you to get the debt back then. Uh, you got obese because your thoughts allow you to continually eat the things that aren't good and you know they're not good and your stomach hurts you and it hurts to get up and it hurts to sit down and it hurts all around start creating thoughts in your mind that start freeing you from laziness from immaturity from a life of just wretchedness your thoughts will get you out of where you are and that's what you need to believe let me read this excerpt from you talking about money and I want to stress money isn't everything but it's it's right there with it, it, it there's another quote I think it is uh, Zig Ziglar says money is not everything but it's right there with oxygen on the you gotta have it scale okay so just let that sink in let me let me uh, put this to you would you sell both your eyes for a billion dollars would you take what would you take for two legs 
your hands, your hearing, your children, your family. Add up your assets and you will find that you won't sell what you have for all the gold ever amassed by the Rockefellers, the Fords, and the Morgans combined. So simultaneously, while I'm teaching you about the stress uh, that mismanaging your money creates, I want you to know in my mind, I believe things like this. Somebody could come to me right now and say, hey, in order to keep the wealth you and your family are building, I'm going to have to take your two arms. I'd let them take my wealth because I'll go get it again. I, I've learned now how to create it. I've learned now how to save it, how to invest it, how to go get it, how to be a person people want to hire, how to be a person that can run a business. I, And it's so peaceful to know that because I would give it up tomorrow. I will never give up things for money, ever. I won't give up my family time. I won't give up my kindness and compassion to others, my character, my walk with God. If something needs to take my wealth that would take my character, they can have the wealth, I'll go get it again. And it's necessary that you go get it again. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You cannot walk in this world without an income and without margin of that income. Let me tell you what that looks like. If you bring in 5000 a month, the most chaotic thing you could do with it is leverage through debt and your little consumptuous spending. $4,800 of that and leave a $200 margin. If you do that, you are walking on eggshells all month long. When I talk to my brothers and things about these things I, and we make our jokes, it's like your your car makes one little noise, you start freaking out. See, when my if one of my vehicles were to make a little noise, I'd say, oh, I, please don't do something. This is going to be such an inconvenience. I, I got to get it to the mechanics. They are slow. They don't want to tell you when they'll get it back to you. Like, I just think about the dreadedness of going to a bad mechanic, okay? It's not about the money. When, you're, when your assets are so small, it makes you live life in a panic. So at the same time, you don't want to live your life focusing on the love of money. You want to do well with money and respect it and create more money so that you have peace to be a good, upright person who can help others and in turn help others get out of that life of debt and and boredom and all these different things. Um, think about this. Wealth and health are only one letter different. Now, I don't know if that's a sign from God or if that's just a happenstance, but both are combined. You need health and wealth. You can't, it's going to be real hard for you to seek one without the other. You need, in this world, you need good money to live a healthy lifestyle, to be able to afford and, and enjoy great quality foods and supplements. And then if you get wealth, you want the health to be able to enjoy it. You don't want to be a grumpy, mean, nasty person that no one wants to be around. So you need both at the same time. I need you to be convinced that your greatest wealth building tool is your income. Find a way to separate your living and wants from every dollar. We have been led to believe in America all our money is ours to eat away, and it is, but it isn't the way of the wise and wealthy man. It is the way of a poor man. Margin, margin, margin. Please get that in your head. Create margin between your income and cost of living. Get room. If you've got the $5,000 income a month, you have to get a way to get down your cost of living to 3000 then this is the beauty fix that then you get breathing room you get a two thousand dollar a month breathing room and then you fast you, you stretch that out to a year you get a twenty four thousand dollar a year breathing room 
But what I want you to do once you get the 11 down to 3, I want you to get the 5 up to 10, up to 15, up to 18. And you watch. When you get that room in your budget, when you get that room in your life to, to breathe and relax and be grateful and be peaceful in your mind, more money will come to you. More people will come to you. More opportunities will come to you. It's so beautiful. When you're living frantic and worried and scared and hostile and uptight people feel that from you and and it deters people from promoting you from bringing you up to a higher place you need to live a life of prosperity right now where you're at with the income you've got and the and the expenses you have you need to create margin right now starting today and then moving forward you need to think thoughts that would bring you more money what did god say this is how i want to end it what did god say in jeremiah god said that he knows the thoughts that he has for us the king james version says thoughts okay because thoughts are creative thoughts are real things bob proctor says that thoughts are things they are not this imaginary thing in our mind that has no power your thoughts oh my goodness your thoughts are real and are driving you either backwards or forwards every day and if you start stop to think about it, figure out where you're at in every area of your life, you can link it to that's a belief system you've created that got you there. If you will change the way you think. See, God said that the thoughts he had for us were good and for us to prosper. Go read it in Jeremiah. And he said, not of evil. You, If you're in evil, hard, bad times, it's your thoughts that have you there right now. Change your thoughts. Get yourself on a on a plan and a and a walk that's going to promote yourself growing your family growing start thinking things that are good for you start thinking prosperous thoughts tell yourself that you will be wealthy tell yourself that you are capable of building something that's worth mentioning tell yourself that you will fix your health tell yourself that you will be a great husband or wife and parent start thinking nothing but good thoughts and you watch watch what starts happening to your life the the love and the joy and the peace that'll start flowing in will just amaze you. And I can't wait. I hope plenty of people write in and tell me about it. Again, it's the Slade Price Show at gmail.com. You can message me about anything. We can talk about it. I can bring things up on shows. But again, I just I hope this show resonates with anybody listening. I'm 26 years old. You could take all, all I have today. I wouldn't cry over it because I finally understand how to create it and get it again. It is, it is the most wonderful, peaceful thing. I wouldn't give up anything in my life, my health, my family, my, my three little girls, my beautiful wife. I wouldn't give any of it up to preserve a dollar of my income or savings. But we would go get it again because we can. Debt's not an option. Leveraging your money is not an option. You want margin. You want to lower your cost of living temporarily while you build a great, great, great income and a massive investment account. And then you want to be able to have the ability to start helping others, start increasing your standard of living and be a blessing to people. The, the, the best blessing you'll be is a person who is not full of stress and worry is a person who's got a smile and an encouraging word and a friendly hug and handshake to the people you meet. So God bless everybody listening to this. I hope that you decide today that the way you're living, if it's if it's not good, is today's the last day. You're going to start getting good thoughts in your mind. You're going to start creating margin on your income. 
and your cost of living, and you're going to start building wealth, and you're going to be healthy, and you're going to be able to help people. And I know that, and I and I hope everybody receives that in this podcast. I hope it's a blessing to you guys, and I can't wait to be back on the next show. Thank you, guys.